University. Play for something more, faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer Skates, shower shoes or koozies to show your game in style at summerskates.com. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans. Anywhere that you may, join, you may be joining us tonight on this Tuesday night, ah, the day after Labor Day, which means, well, I'll get to it in just a minute. Scott Strandy with you tonight in Lake Elmo, Minnesota. Um, 90 degrees, humid, little rain showers. Uh, yeah, not my style. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial state, out on Long Island, New York, where it's nothing but rainbows, gumdrops, uh, sunshine, smiles, as Paul Hornstein went back to school today. Paul, how are you? You just answered your own question. <laughs> I did? Yes. <laughs> I'm running the board tonight, so if I sound I funny, did... let me know, will you? Well, I'll just leave that where it is, too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I keep trying to time it so I don't have to hear myself. And, and then I, I started to swear wait. you do. Okay, yeah. let, let me uh, let me pull back the curtain a little bit and tell you why that happened. I heard uh, Rowan, I think it was, in the background. No, I was all ready to go. And, um, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I looked at my phone and it said low battery. And I'm going like, I can't do this on low battery. I'll never make an hour. So uh, I had to quickly jump onto the laptop and do the board myself. So uh, if I sound funny, go ahead and laugh. That's okay. And if you sound muted, nobody will hear you. <laughs> still doesn't work. You're still muted. <laughs> oh, well, I have to take it off mute. I'm sorry. I, I, that's just idiotic. Um, I, 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 I was gonna, I was gonna text you before and say, let's start over again. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna start over. This is part of the shtick. Either part way, the, I try to time, I try to time this so that <laughs> I don't have to hear myself. And I and try I to make sure you that you purpose. get to hear yourself. I don't want to yeah. hear myself. I hear myself enough. <laughs> Anyway, how was the first day of school in the uh, New York City public school system? Is it June yet? <laughs> After day one, he says, is it June yet? I, I got this uh, text from you today that said there's a new schedule, though, which should be uh, very warming to your heart. Yeah, well, it definitely makes things much, much better. Um, okay, good. For one, I I am there long before that seven twenty Monday mark anyway. Um, but it's Tuesday through Friday. Three thirty, three thirty is better than three fifty on 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 Mondays. So, and Tuesday through Friday. Love that eight to two twenty, but I'll still be there early because I just don't want to fight the traffic. Well, I, I get that, but it's the coming home part that I was trying to get at. Oh, yeah. It's got to yeah. be much better, doesn't it? Oh, 
much the better. The stress way is better? Much better. Much better. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you throw in the fact that, uh, I don't know, it, there are a lot of situations where people say, you know, the, the, the schedules for, for kids, especially teenagers, is all wrong. Okay. Um, but people don't take into account in most places. School districts are not hiring three sets of buses. So somebody has to come in early. Somebody has to be the middle run and somebody has to be the late run. Right. And most districts have decided that you get the high school kids in there early so they can go to work if they have jobs after school or do after school activities. You know, good. You know, well, yeah, I get it. I mean, it doesn't matter what your schedule, what what they have as a schedule. Somebody's going to complain about it. So, of course. Yeah, that's that's society today and maybe society forever. But anyway, but anyway, um, I was working diligently to get a guest today, and it didn't uh, work out. I don't know if people are just uh, not ready yet. After, after I don't know, they're uh, all on the ice. So where are they? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They didn't want to come on and talk to us tonight. Anyway, uh, well, so... I'm surprised that that's not the reaction normally. <laughs> so I said, there's still news going on, and a couple things that I want to get started with today before we dig into things and then comes the fun that's when we start talking about the uh spotlight games as i like to call them that we'll be uh putting in front of our listeners and uh our viewers on social media and youtube and all those places so we'll get right. to that in the second half but I okay start good that gives by... me a break because I, I i actually printed it out and left it on the printer so oh nice okay uh anyway um i wanted to uh to throw this out that uh, the NCHC.TV early bird special is now available for 23-24 season. And listen, if you're a fan of college hockey, I don't care if it's NCHC or not. If you're just a fan of college hockey, this is a terrific, terrific package. Not yeah. just because we're partners. But I think you can attest to this, Paul. You love NCHC.TV, don't you? I do. I do. Um you know, you get basically it's less than a dollar a game, and I think that's the normal. You know, if if, if the early bird is what is about ten fifteen dollars off, I'm not sure which. I think it's ten. Yeah, it says it's a available discounted rate at one oh six ninety five. If my eyes are not deceiving me, right? I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a hundred percent sure what that says the discount is it says the savings is ten dollars off the price of a normal uh annual pass so you're well, saving ten right bucks. so but even at the 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 full price you're still paying about a dollar you're, you're still paying a dollar about a dollar a game yeah you're gonna get access to 150 plus games during the season yeah, I and mean, you get it. The discounted kind of price is available through September 29th. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. The NCHC sent it out today, starting um, today, April 5th, all the way through the 29th. You can get that discount, and then of course, games start for real that very next weekend, the first weekend in uh, October. Um, they uh, have a number of ways you can watch it, as you know, on your uh, computer browser, 
through the services of Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV. Uh, in addition, it's going to be available on iOS and Android mobile and tablet apps. So there's really not a way you can't watch nchc.tv. We think it is the best college uh, conference in college hockey. And uh, I wanted to promote that because I thought that was a great way to start the show, get people fired up about the upcoming season. Fair enough? Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I obviously have a, see, I, uh... <laughs> I'm getting started groaning early, folks. <laughs> well, mostly because I hate agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, come on now. No, really? I do. Boring. Okay. Anyway, um, we do agree on this, so there we go. Yeah, so, I mean. Okay, the uh, the other news that hit the uh, hockey world today, and I don't know if it's a big shock because I was kind of anticipating this, but. Oh, stop it. Um, what? Stop anticipating what? Anticipating what? The a promotion of uh, assistant coach at Denver, Ryan Massa, he went from the volunteer coach to a full-time right. assistant coach in the program. Um, coach Carl said that uh, Ryan was a perfect, perfect fit into their uh, pioneer family ever since he joined them as a volunteer assistant two years ago and uh, was thrilled to elevate him within the staff. Uh, he previously worked with the goaltenders. Uh, they've had some pretty good goaltenders performances. He was a pretty good goaltender. He was. And uh, – you jumped on it before I did. I did not remember that he was at um, at Omaha. Yeah, it took so, me. It took me a couple of minutes, and and this is this is why I say to you, and when we have guests on, about the institutional knowledge and the context, because you guys, you know, you and and, and a lot of the guests we have have been around the college game for a long time. So when things come up and names come up, you're like, bang, 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 bang. You know, oh, yeah, I remember this guy. He was this. He was that, this, that. You know, like I was like I've been able to do for most of my life about baseball. Now, it's a little less than it used to be. Just because life. But. You know, when you said it, I'm like, okay, okay, where he, where did he play? Where did he play? You know, and I, like I said, it hit me right away. Okay, he was the goalie at Omaha, and you were like, are you sure? And I'm, I'm, yes. Well, no, he was at Denver. I said, not as a player. So, just that is the chance that I am. At least in terms of the NCHC trying to get some institutional knowledge and be able to have some recall. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> Where'd you go? I don't know what's going on. Uh, I, I had an incoming phone call, apparently, and it shut down the board, and I have not operated this board enough to be able to tell you what happened. <laughs> so I disappeared. Oh, I didn't even that? notice. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, like I said, I I basically, day. yeah, one day. <laughs> no, I said what a day. <laughs> oh yeah, well I can I understand that too. It was crazy afternoon. 
Oh, um, no, no. My my day started at about 5.15 crazy. You well, were already on your way to work, but it was fine. I was already at work. No, no, no. I was already at work. Okay. Remember, you're an hour behind. <laughs> I know, but 5.15 a.m. Central Time. My right. Craziness I was at work started. at 6.15. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. We have, a, we have a cough button. I thought I had it. I didn't have it. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <clears throat> I'm trying to get things together here. I'm struggling, as you can tell. Sounds like. Anyway, Ryan Massa, I don't know. I didn't hear anything you said, but I'm sure you said a lot of good things about Ryan Massa. Well, I did. What I said was I, as we do this, I start to get some context and some institutional knowledge about at least the NCHC like you do going back a ways because you were close to the game and a lot of the guests we have have basically what you know institutional knowledge because i can sit there and say hey tell me about this and between you and a lot of the guests we have they tell me you guys tell me yeah true okay i don't really have that now, I have knowledge of the game, you know, the actual, you know, the game being played in terms of, you know, what's good hockey and what's not, but I don't have the the recall or the having really only gone in depth in college hockey in any extent over the last seven years. Um so, you know, it was kind of actually fun for me. It made me, you know, where when you said Ryan Mass, I'm like, okay, hold on a second. And it took me about 15, 20 seconds. And I, I that's right, goalie, Omaha. Yeah, good stuff. Sharp well, it makes me feel have. good. No, it didn't shock well, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, I had a chance to uh, have watched Ryan in action over the last two seasons. At Denver, um, thought he did an outstanding job with the goaltender since he himself was a top-notch goaltender. Yep. And um, you know he's been working with goaltenders at DU, been working with various levels within the state of Colorado ever since his playing career came to an end. Um, he also serves as a director of goaltending for Total Package Hockey, which is kind of cool. And now he's going to get paid to uh, be a big part of. Denver Pioneer Hockey moving forward. Last night we talked about the freshmen that they brought in. We talked about the new uniforms. Now they have a new full-time, if you I use new in air quotes, by the way, a new full-time assistant coach in Ryan Massa. So congratulations to Ryan and David Carl and the whole staff over there at DU for uh, taking advantage of that opportunity that the NCAA provided and upping him in the staff. Yeah, well, again, as another young coach, right, we've talked about it, how a lot of teams have used the opportunity in adding the third coach to make it a younger uh, coach, a, a person that is not that far removed from the game itself in playing. Okay. Um, you know, Ryan Massa. Played three years of pro hockey after he got out of Omaha. Okay, was pretty successful there. Uh, and oh, where did he play coaching. 
Where did he play at in the pro ranks? Well, he played in Orlando and in Toronto with the Marlies. Not that other team in Toronto. The Solar Bears. I love this. I love the Orlando Solar Bears. Yeah. One of the great logos, too. Yeah. Without a doubt. So, um, anyway, you know, he stopped. Well, like I said, yeah, he was a good goalie. And, you know, we've talked about it before. You know, not every coach, like Coach Powers, had has goaltending experience, but many do. Let's just... I, no, no, I didn't say nobody does. No, no, I just say there are many. When you look at it, and you look at Chris Mayod, you go down the list. There's a lot of them. Frank Saratori, a lot of goaltending guys. So you got to know that. I, I either he said it, and I don't remember it, or, or I didn't know that Frank the Czar was uh, was a goalie. Oh, yeah. That's why he loves taking care of his goalies. <laughs> okay. They're special. That makes them. sense. Anyway, uh, we go down the list. There's a whole bunch of them. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, he's going to be a fantastic addition to the staff. And, uh, you know, Denver, they know how to do it right. Let's just put it that way. They know how to do it right. Okay. So right. that's the new hire. Right. That's the new news from nchc.tv. What else is going on, Paul, in the next 10 minutes before we take a break and jump into the uh, the next side of things, which I think is the fun part. It's outlining the games that I hope to be at for our spotlight games. Uh, that's a really good question. I don't know <laughs> if there is a whole, I mean, guys are on the ice. You know, you, we want to go back and talk about Rick Zombo and his new skates. Um, I'm okay. with. I would be okay with that. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Anyway, um, um, we, last night we didn't really get to finish up everything, but um, we talked a little bit about Simon Fraser making that jump, and I think we can tie this into our Wednesday or Tuesday night show because uh, the Simon Fraser Red Leafs are going to start their season in Colorado Springs against the uh, Colorado College Tigers. Oh, stop it! Just stop it. <laughs> I can't. Oh my it's god! Just, yes, you can. My, no, it's part of my. I don't know vocabulary now. They're tigers. Anyway. <laughs> god, anyway, no. so um, it, we still think that we need to get somebody on from there to help clarify their direction, but we're looking forward to that. And um, <clears throat> of course, Arizona State is continuing to weave together their group of players. I'm curious, Paul. I'm so curious to see what your Sun Devils are looking like on the ice. So I can't wait to get back to Arizona at least for a little while so I can see that. And that'll be around the 1st of October. I'll be in, in that week getting prepared for that very first game of the season. I'm already tipping off our, our next half of the show. But Well, that's okay. Listen, What do you think? I, I'm Obviously, I'm, I, I, I'm sitting, sitting around now and kind of playing coach and kind of playing around with it. Nice. Um, nice. In terms of of matchups, uh, not matchups, but lineups and pairings. Um, you know, I have my own ideas. I I, I don't have left, right in front of me, but um, I, I'm just I'll sit here and I'll be like, all right, do I think this should be the D pair and that should be a D pair and and 
I honestly think that it comes down to how they break down the roster. All right. Honest, will honestly come down to where do they play Jackson Niedermeyer? Good point. Do they keep him? Do they keep him back on defense? Which, myself personally, I would do. But I'm not the head coach. Or do they put him back at forward? I'm going to say it's going to play itself out. And here's the way I think it's going to play itself out. I think they're going to run maybe with him as a forward uh, to start things off, and they're going to see how their defensive pairs come together. And if they look solid and they don't need him. I mean, let's just let's – just, he's terrific, a two-way player. He's a yes. great defenseman and a great puck-moving defenseman. But well, that's what I'm – if you can have him up front, my goodness, you have added firepower to score some goals for you. Now, if you need him on the back end because you just don't think your defensive core is strong enough without him, then I don't think there's any doubt in, in anybody's mind that Coach Powers will put him back there. I just, you know, I, I, I sit there and, and, and I watched, until he got hurt, obviously, how... He was the one guy on last year's roster that was single-handedly able to get them out of their defensive zone. Now, I'm obviously not breaking down film. I'm obviously not on the coaching We are staff. waiting for that, though. We are waiting for that time that you break down film for us. That is never going to happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because I can't speak in scientific enough language. I only speak in layman's terms. Well, we're going to take you and stick you with Rick Zombo for a while and see what you come out as. Uh, just, oh, I'll come out quiet because I'll just let him talk. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go I'm ahead. You. What were you saying? You don't break down film, but. Right. Uh, just as, as, as a lay person watching a game. I just saw the ease in which he was able to get the puck out of ASU's zone and how much they struggled once he got hurt. We know yeah. they had the injuries last year, and the coach asked him to go back and play defense okay. uh, as, as his bloodlines. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty uh, strong at the defensive end. Yeah. Um <laughs> And I'm just, I mean, to me, that's more important than providing offense from up front. You know, I think they'll get enough scoring from the other guys if they get the puck out of their own end. And they definitely struggled doing that last year. Once Niedermeyer went down. Yep, totally and, agree with you. And so I sit here, as fans want to do, I'm sure I'm not the only one that does it. And I try to put up on my whiteboard line combinations and defensive pairings. Do you want to share some of those with us? Well, did I got to see, did I write them down anywhere within arm's reach is the question. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. We, well, I, we know I have to look. I, I have my yeah, I know. my writing well, pad it, here. 
when you look, falls off. Well, <laughs> there's the shock, right? Yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, um, and I don't know if you heard the background noise, but um, my daughter's got a couple of great dogs, and they were running on the upstairs floor, and I'm in the basement. So, uh, <laughs> if you oh, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, I know. I kind of feel like Paul Hornsey now, down in the basement. <laughs> you know. Anyway, I wanted to throw that that part of it out there in case somebody heard a little thundery turn running along the upstairs. Upstairs. Well, um, well, here, well, here's yeah. here's the example, right? Um, and I and and I'm doing this blindly, obviously, because I haven't seen the transfers. Okay, fair enough. Okay. All right, now the question is, do I want to play the transfers together? All right, I mean, I wrote this down just kind of trying to pair an offensive guy and a defensive guy, uh, with Ty Murchison and 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 Brandon Tabakin, the transfer from Yale and Long Island. He's got to have a Long Island guy on the team. <laughs> Somehow, Coach Powers fell into your trap. Yes. Uh, Kate Alami, the transfer from BC. Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of these guys, so I don't, you know, or, note, or uh, notice him playing with Tim Lovell. Please, Tim, just get the puck in the zone. Um, and depending on what you did after that, I mean, Ethan Schmaggy and, and, and Jackson Niedermeyer on the back end, if you play him back there, I don't, like I said, I don't know what the coach is going to do. Yeah, nobody does. That's why he's a coach. <laughs> and yeah, that's why so, why it's September 5th and not uh, October I know, 6th. I know. And this is not to knock the two freshman defensemen in in Anthony Dowd and Joshua Niedermeyer, Jackson's brother. But they're Any still freshmen. Blind in that in that uh, group? Uh, no. Okay, just checking. Just yeah. checking. <laughs> so mean, let me, before you go any further, You've you've obviously looked on yes. paper. Where where do the Sun Devils' strength lie, or are they as well balanced as I feel they are? In goal, still the strength. Well, I mean, he was their best player. T.J. Semtenfelter was ASU's best player last year. Yeah, I agree. But do you think that uh, it's evened out a little bit? Not that. Not well, that obviously they deserve that. Obviously, but do you feel they... like they're a more balanced squad this year. From goal to defense to offense. Offense, if the, as Rick says. Yeah, offense. If they stay healthy, obviously. Right? Are you going to play the Jacksons with Lucas Sillinger? Um, what about, I mean, these were, once again, just me making up line combinations based on what I thought were decent fits. Right? Um, Ryan Alexander between, with, you know, with Copperwood and, and Charlie Shane. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly. With the uh, with um, um, Alex Young, one of the other transfers from from Colgate, okay, and 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 like I said, I haven't seen the transfers play a lot, so this is just me kind of guessing a little bit. All right, um, you know, and and another. You know, transfer from from Penn State, Tyler Gratton on the third line with O'Reilly and Young, and then I guess, you know, the, if you're looking for a a 
quote unquote, the fourth line of Benji Eckerly. Uh, we know the coach loves Kyle Smolin. And the last of the transfers from UMass Lowell, Brian Chambers. I, I, I'm, like I said, I haven't seen those guys consciously enough, the transfers, to say that this is going to how it's going to go down. This is just my, you know, my playing around, trying to make a little bit of balance on the lines um, and those kinds of things. I don't know who the centers really are. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. But that's just me playing around with the lines. Yeah, and like I said, it is September 5th, so we'll get a better feel. Like I said, I hope to be there the first week in October so I can be prepared for the October 6th event, which uh, I'm looking forward to. I was looking forward to it last year. It didn't happen. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun this year when Mullet is ready for it. And uh, hockey fans, football fans, ASU and U of A fans alike uh, should be able to fill that building and uh, make it an exciting environment. I know it's ACHA M1 versus NCAA. I get that. But still, it's ASU, U of A. Anytime those two get together, it's always an event. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Always. So, Okay, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's uh, do some uh, walking about the uh, schedule and spotlight games that I think are going to be really, really fun. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Talent development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Segris. And they score on the Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack is taking spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, Call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference, 
this exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Coming to you from the Summer State Studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is, College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy back with you in Lake Elmo, Minnesota tonight from the basement. If you will, my co-host is always Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate where the basement itself is a whole floor of the house. Paul. <laughs> yeah, Okay. <laughs> Burning the fire pit lately? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance. Been no, haven't had, <laughs> haven't done that. <laughs> Just checking. And uh, folks, if you're listening and you're wondering uh, why Paul might be dragging a little bit today, the first day of school was today, and Ugh. I don't think he's excited about it. No. <laughs> and it was a crazy afternoon uh, for other non-work reasons, like. <laughs> Uh, what uh, we thought my daughter's car was fixed. It's not quite. Uh, so it, it, it's a thought that counts, though, right? Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I teased it at the beginning of the show. Um, I sent you a copy, at least the start of things. I don't know if I want to go past the first weekend and teasing this. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how long it goes, but. I kind of wanted to break down what I think are going to be our spotlight games. And this is going to depend on my ability to get from point A to point B. But if, if it all happens, here's how I see things starting for NCAA hockey weekends in the month of October. We'll go game by game, Paul, weekend by weekend, and I'll let you give me your ideas and thoughts of where they rank. October 6th, we're going to get started with the University of Arizona, as we mentioned Traveling to Mullet to play ASU. That's an ACHA M1 versus ASU NCAA exhibition game. Um, your thoughts? We wanted this to happen. We thought it was going to happen last year. Just your thoughts. My thoughts. Um, Be nice. Yeah, you don't. No, you don't want to. You don't. Be nice. Well, I'll say this. You know, I want them to have their rink. I want the rink built, and hopefully it leads to something bigger so <laughs> Coach Powers can go back to kicking their ass. Okay. Anyway, it's going to be fun because anytime U of A, ASU do anything against each other, the uh, – Yeah, context, though. The crazies come out, though. It's still context. Them. Yes, it's still context. You diehards come out. So. You do. Face it, you do. No, no, I get it. I'm just saying it's still context. I get it. I get it. Well, anyway, a U of A is a ACHA M1 program, and ASU, of course, is a member of the Big Ten, I'm told. Oh, please. Oh, jeez. <laughs> come on. You pe- I know it's social media, but come on. Please. Anyway. And, and, that, and that season was three years ago. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> as we have a little fun, we move on. We go from ASU to Colorado Springs, or hopefully I will. And by uh, the way, uh, yeah, I, you know, I know I've said I know I've said this on the podcast before, but you never know. New listeners, people don't remember. Um, there was a time where that school down south was getting six, 7,000 a game, and there were always rumors that they were going to jump. Yeah, especially when NAU had an NCAA program. Okay, up until maybe the late 90s. Yeah. Okay. I'm not arguing so, with you. So people need to understand that. Um, and, you know, things turned out the way they did, obviously. But that that was uh, rumored for a long, long time. And I'm, I am i don't want to mispronounce the guy's name. Um, they, they, they retired his number. Or they, they, what the heck is his name? I can't remember off the top of my head. You know. Yeah. And who you're talking about. Okay, um, so then uh, October 7th, Saturday night, Simon Fraser, as we mentioned earlier, will be at CC at Robeson Arena to take on the Tigers. I'm going to um, Can you just mute yourself when you do that? This is going to be fun. Because no, it's not. I'm, I am tired. I'm, it, it stinks. It's, I stop with the thing. <laughs> I'm I'm getting ready to see Simon Fraser for the first time, and I am thrilled to see the Colorado College Tigers, the 2023-24 version, because I believe this has Chris Mayotte's name written all over this team, all over. Well, it is his third year. I think we could say that. It is his third year, so I mean, I I could look, and I, I don't think there are any players left from the previous regime. Maybe one, maybe two. I can but think I of one, but anyway. Um, I was just saying, I don't think so. So, but so your thoughts on be this wrong. matchup? Because we've talked a lot about Simon Fraser over the last couple of shows anyway, and them making the move um, to play some really good NCAA caliber teams, top caliber teams. Uh, what, what does this tell you, Paul? What, what are you thinking on this first weekend of the season? I just hope you get a chance to talk to somebody from there. Oh, I will. If I'm there, I well, will. Guaranteed. You know. Guaranteed. Uh, that doesn't mean they'll talk to you. Oh, they will. But yeah, not I'll necessarily. Yeah. I'll get there. <laughs> you know. Um, so what, you know, what's, I, more, what's more on your radar on October 7th? Seeing Simon Fraser or seeing the Tigers? Um, I believe ASU was playing Colorado that night. It might be a day game. Who knows? <laughs> so you're not going to watch? You mean what? I have to do this? I, I have to watch Simon Fraser and CC for you? You might. Who knows? Uh, I don't even know. Is yeah, that but, Will that be on NCHC.TV? Coach Mayotte. Are you hearing this? Will uh, that be on NCHC.TV? I don't know. Ask Michael. Um, anyway. Oh, then, I'll look on the schedule. On the opening night... Uh, see, it does not have, by the way, there is no scheduled broadcast huh. okay. of tele. Uh, there's radio, but no so television. So uh, and by the way, yeah, so, you know, 
Um, you know, maybe I am, but I'm just telling you that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, the opening weekend, and this is the part I love about the season, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I can go across town in Colorado Springs and I can see game two of Lindenwood at Air Force. That one, we both know, is going to be a thriller. Um, like I said, mic up the coaches, baby. Mike up the coaches. That's what I want. Uh, okay. That's all he's got to say about that, folks. We'll get more into that as the uh, time progresses here. Um, then the following weekend, it is a four game in four nights. Uh, <laughs> this is incredible. Um, right. On the 12th, Michigan State is going to play at Air Force. That's a Thursday night, by the way. Right. Then on Friday night, Army at North Dakota. Right. And Saturday night and Sunday night, Bowling Green at Augustana. Good Is that not a home gracious. and home? No. No. Bowling Green and Augustana? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, thought, I, th- I thought it was. No. That's Omaha and Augustana on Thanksgiving. Okay. Anyway, so Michigan State going to Air Force. So Are Air you Force teleporting? Saturday, Sunday against Lindenwood, and then Thursday, Friday, against uh, Minnesota or uh, Michigan State at home. Okay, are you teleporting, by the way? No. Okay. I got plans. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say they were going to come to fruition. I just said I had plans. Well, anyway. well, yeah. If that all works out, that would give me the opportunity to see the two military academies in action. Right uh, on the same weekend, right? And uh, Army at North Dakota, they'll be playing at the Ralph. And where? can't wait to see that. Yeah, absolutely, you know where it is. And, and Bowling Green, where? No, I, I never heard of that place. Playing. What are you talking about? <laughs> the Ralph, the Ralph right. where? That Arena. Oh, I've heard of that. Okay, yeah, well, and your, your guys from UND will stomp on you if you don't call it the Ralph. They will skate. I, you. I will never call it that. They will skate you. Let me, I don't let care. Me get I will never. I will never. I don't care. I will never call it that. The guy deserves to have his whole name mentioned. No, no. He he wanted it to be the Ralph. Horse crap. Uh, you don't think so? Okay. Get Eddie on the phone. No, I a, a I don't, and B. Okay, people need to. You know, if you are that much of a, uh, you know, he deserves to have his. He's got his name on the building. Use it, and you know, people. Ralph. No, yeah, that's his first name. He needs his last name mentioned too. No, it does not. He sure does. It's on the building. If you no. want to see it, it's on the building. No. If you want to affectionately call it something, it's the Ralph. I call it Ralph Anglestead Arena. Okay. <laughs> and then Bowling Green at Augustan. Uh, other than the fact that you thought it was a home at home, that series to you, Paul, starting off the. Uh, well, that's Augustana's first home series, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Well, that's that's exciting stuff. And it won't be in the new Midco Arena quite No, yet. it won't be. But it'll still be fun. It was fun to see NCAA college hockey in South Dakota. Yeah. So the first two weekends, we have a three-game weekend and a four-game weekend. Then um, everyone needs a break because on the 20th and 21st, our spotlight series is Minnesota Golden Gophers. Who? At the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. 
Oh, that other maroon and gold. Game. This call is way back. WCHK oh, that's This is matchup time. Um, I, I listen. I, I, I know they probably sell out. What? Anglestead, Ralph Anglestead. No, I understand that. Ralph Anglestead Arena holds what? About 13,000? Maybe a little more? 11, 11 something. All right, 11, 12. So let's just make it around 12. Okay. Right? Um, assuming they sell, I assume they cap the season tickets. Yeah, I would guess. Okay. So let's just, for argument's sake, say they capped them at 9,000. I guarantee okay. you, after the season tickets were sold, the first three thousand tickets they sold were for that weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right. That is going to be a huge hockey weekend in the third weekend in October. Your thoughts on that? How well, important that's... is it for both teams, Paul? Is it is it equally as important for both, or does one team need to win more than the other? Um, I think it is an old school rivalry. And while we understand the economics and the, and, and the reasons why things changed in terms of the conferences, college hockey, when Penn State came aboard, came aboard um, you know, they need to figure out ways to, to, to rekindle on the ice. Okay. Uh, those rivalries. Those those big time uh, cross sectional matchups that like that matchup with uh, North Dakota and the other maroon and gold team you need to have more of those. You need to yep. have those kind of spotlight matches matchups. Need to have some uh, water bottles between Wisconsin and North Dakota. Yes, more water bottles. You know, that same weekend, Denver is playing at Providence. Yes. Again, big-time matchup, right? Yes. Uh, yes, it is. A big-time name matchup in BU, who's obviously a Blue Blood program, and the always solid and consistent Notre Dame. Yep. Okay. Not going to argue with you on that. And, and even UMass playing in Mankato against Minnesota State. Again, right? A, a big-time you know, UMass not that far removed from their national championship against a, you know, basically a very consistent over the last 10 years Minnesota State team. Right? Those are big time matchups. And Ohio State's playing Michigan in conference play. You know, how you don't get as much you don't get much more rivalry than that. Nope. You certainly don't. You know, and Denver will be in Boston College that weekend. I mean, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> this is a big weekend. Oh, that is a smokes. huge weekend. <laughs> well, I can't be in all places at one time. Why not? People think I should be able to, but um, my Clone, focus baby. will be Clone yourself. on Grand Forks, North Dakota, because it's the 21st of October, and I think I can get there with all the snow. Crossing my fingers. Yeah, well, anyway. you should. Um, the, the final weekend of October and the first weekend of November, I'm going to do both of these right now because they're both going to keep me in Colorado for a couple of weeks. Uh, Augustana on the 27th at Denver and Augustana at Colorado College on the 28th. And also included in that weekend will be Air Force. 
So uh, Augustana will play Denver on Friday night, and then Air Force will play Denver on Saturday night, and vice versa with Colorado College and Augustana and Colorado College and Air Force. Okay. So that will be a fun weekend to round out the end of October. Then after uh, we get I don't to think, Halloween, um, okay, I'm, oh, um, I'm you, sorry, you I'm, can get them both, but I just wanted to tie these both together. Uh, I get it. After we get through Halloween, November third and fourth, Colorado College at Denver on Friday night, Denver at Colorado College on Saturday night. Paul, your thoughts on Augustana, Denver, Colorado College, and Air Force over a two-week period. Well, is that listen, good hockey or is that good hockey? You know, you get a rivalry series in, in CC and Denver. And CC and Air Force. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you like, right? You want those rivalry games. I just said that about, you know, those old WCHA rivalries. We need right. more of those. And, and you get Augustana coming to play some Blue Bloods. So, I mean, Denver, that's... Colorado College, Air Force. And they're not playing Air Force this time, but uh, Colorado College and Denver, certainly two of the premier teams in the NCHC, if not all of the country. Well, you know, I mean, obviously with the number of, with with, with the consistency over the years of Denver, um, you know, they obviously have, you know, uh, their upper echelon. Um, the Colorado College the long-time historic program as well. They may not have the number of national championships that Denver has, but, you know, they were, they've been a long time, uh, a long, long, long time team in terms of, of, of their, you know, uh, history. I mean, there was a, you know, obviously, in the early days of college hockey, they were a total powerhouse, uh, winning national championships. Okay, um, under Don Lucia, Scott Owens, uh, when they were in the WCHA, they were right up there uh, in the uh, you know NCAA tournament just about every year. Yep, for a solid twenty-year period. So. You know, they are, you know, uh, a historic program as well. So, but obviously people don't think about that. You know, when, when they're at the games, they're not thinking about that. They're thinking purely, let's go. So you're going to get a chance to see those two teams battle um, to start the second month of the NCAA hockey season and really to kick off their uh, NCAC conference season. So, let me ask you this, focusing on Denver and Colorado College. How important is it for these teams to get off to a really good start against each other? Does it matter more for CC yes. or Denver? Yeah, I think it matters more to Colorado College. Okay. Um, you want to make a prediction you know, on that weekend, Paul? Do I want to make a prediction? No, I don't make predictions. Friday, either. Saturday night, you think, is it going to be a that. split? I don't do that. Split? Sweep? One more or the other? You know, they won that conference tournament game last year against Denver, won nothing. Mm-hmm. It's the first time, you know, it was, it was the first time in a long time they had beaten Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that most of those guys in the Pioneers locker room have not forgotten that game. Oh, no, I can't tell you. Okay. 
Um, and, you know, so you're going to sit there and as, as, as important as it is for the conference standings, you know, that's the benchmark, right? That's the benchmark for Colorado colleges to get back up near Denver. And build to that level. So, yeah. um, I, I think yeah. that those, that those, those, that weekend, in terms of kicking off the season in conference, is more important to CC than Denver. Okay, fair enough. Um. As long as we've got a couple more minutes left and we're kind of sliding along here, do you happen to know what the Spotlight Series is for November 10th and 11th? No. Yes, you do. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Denver at Arizona State. So I'll spend oh. two weeks in, in Denver and right. then I'll be, or in Colorado, and then I'll make the trip to Tempe for two weeks because I get Denver at Arizona State on the 10th and the 11th. Right. And then I get uh, Anchorage. At ASU on the seventeenth and eighteenth. So, nice. how good is that? Two weeks in Colorado, two weeks in Arizona. My life is good, my friend. Well, it is good to be the king. <laughs> oh, cross my fingers that it works out. <laughs> every day, every minute. Uh, absolutely. But anyway, so that that kind of gets us rolling. It gets kind of people a, a, an idea of what we want to cover. As spotlight games, obviously we're not going to forget about the rest of our ten teams um, in the uh, coverage area. But you got to be, you got to take the opportunity, shall I say, to see teams when you can. And I think of this course. works out really nicely. Oh, well, it works out really nicely for you. Yes, it does. <laughs> How many are you going to see on TV every more, weekend? More than I should. <laughs> uh, uh, then the you one, might I'm, have to I'm, keep up on that that rock and sun football program, correct? Well, yes, but that's neither here nor there. You know, can, can we break away from hockey for a minute and get your opinion on what that that game was like that you couldn't even watch the end of because it, oh my it god, went, it was I've seven never seen or whatever the game never went. seen. I, I mean, listen, they didn't have <laughs> storms like that when I was there. They had dust storms. They had them. They, but they were negligible compared they didn't to didn't have haboobs? No. Not of know. any sort of measurable size. Okay. I mean, like I said, they'd have some dust storms and some dust devils, and you get the occasion. But I, I mean, you, you were there kind of as I was leaving. And I don't know if you've ever seen anything like that. I mean, maybe yeah. in Palm Springs, yeah. but not in Tempe. Yeah, I've seen it over the 30 years plus that I lived there. Yeah, I can tell you I've seen many of those. Uh, I can remember one that uh, one haboob that rolled through that was so thick of dust, it, it locked the doors open at the airport because the sensors thought it was smoke. And they opened the doors, and all the dust came in, and they had to re go through and clean out all the computers at the, at the terminal. Um, 
Yeah, see, that, those things didn't happen when I was there. Yeah, well, they happened quite frequently over the last at least 15 years. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it was quite a phenomenon. And people that haven't experienced it, it's heavy dust and wind. Then it turns into dry lightning, they used to call it or still call it. Right. And then you can get the downpour. And when you get that downpour, it can rain a lot in a very short period of time. And, and remember, this is a desert, so that water doesn't soak in. It runs off. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't have water in the river either. The Salt River wasn't there either when I was there. It was there. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Well, there was the no water was in it. There. Maybe there was no water in it, but there was river was there. And then they dammed it up and made it Tempe Town Lake um, and put water in it artificially. But anyway, <laughs> we, we digress okay. as always. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of a, a preview of what we call our spotlight games. And uh, we hope to be bringing some insight before oh, and after those series and um, keeping you up to date on what's going on in the best of college hockey. Yeah, here's hoping. Here's hoping. All right. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Masks, College Hockey West Weekly. Brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. The best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three valley locations or behindthemask.com. By the NCHC and nchc.tv. Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Do so now and get uh, that uh, discount before the price goes back to the regular price. Absolutely, uh, from now until the 29th. Of September. Correct. Because you know, if you're listening to this in October, it's too late. <laughs> uh, the Tag Creative Group, search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack. Classic Italian comfort food quickly. Three locations, two in Tempe, one in Pine Top at the SpaghettiShack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at Liberty.edu. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly, presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Help others find the show and podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say a... Uh hearty goodbye and the um, opportunity for you to listen to us again next week sunday monday tuesday college hockey west live college hockey coast to coast and college hockey west weekly paul hornstein and myself will be bringing it to you we will be back on the guest team next week because it's time to start talking to coaches as they prepare for this upcoming season we hope you enjoyed tonight's show we'll uh, let you go tonight with a little roger klein the peacemaker De Niro. Everybody. Good night.